Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Coming up on TMS, mansplaining boob sweat. Money for nothing and the super chicks for free. A cubic mass of giraffes. Windmills are BS. Beefy boob unit. Stop, Escher time. The sandflies were after our brightly colored balls. Achievement unlocked. A soft chicken opening. Should have stopped at butthole. <laughs> she had a fart attack. Pee on porpoise. It's gotta be not May. Podcasts. Jokes in a jar. Using dial-up with Bill. Monkey pox orgy with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Meet your presenter, Dave Lauks. Dave has been pitching horseshoes for over 40 years, holds three world titles, has been a men's championship class finalist for five of the last seven years, is a member of the California Hall of Fame, the National Horseshoe Pitchers Hall of Fame, is the editor, publisher of a National Horseshoe Pitching Magazine, and is the current NHPA president. This is the morning stream. Behave yourselves. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. I'm Scott, and that's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. We've reached the end of May. We've we've almost fully achieved May 2022. That's right. It's almost uh, in book, in the history books. Yeah, it's got to be not May anymore soon. Wait, it's got to be not May. Not May. There you go. <laughs> We're back. Uh, as you may have noticed, we had no show yesterday because it was a U.S. holiday. We did have a play date and had a lot of fun with friends and uh, listeners and stuff. So We did. Big thanks, everybody, for I don't for think I've out. ever been imposter so many times during a play date, uh, an Among Us play date. It felt like I was imposter like three or four times. And... Uh, uh, you know, I panic. It's like, all right, oh, I've got this person kind of pinned down in this in this uh, navigation. I'm going to yep. kill him, and then I'm going to just slowly walk out. Yeah. <laughs> and just as I do it, like three people walk in and go, hey, Brian Ibbett just walked past a dead body. I yeah. bet he killed him. This is the problem with um, 15 people in that tiny ship where, you know, you especially yeah. early on, yeah. it's almost impossible not to get somewhat noticed. That's why the only time I was imposter I did a I did a crowd kill like a, uh, a killed stack, somebody a in the middle of a stack kill. stack yeah. whatever they call it yeah and mm-hmm. uh, that I got away with it nobody even voted for me um and 
that felt like almost the only way to do it in the early goings. Otherwise, if you're isolated, it's only a matter of seconds before somebody's there. Exactly. So, yes. Or yeah. or what I'll do is like, okay, I'll kill him. There's a, a duct right there. I'll kill him, then I'll hop in the duct. And yeah. what I do is like, kill! They're dead. Now I'm like, stand on the duct. Okay, use. Use. What's the activation <laughs> button? Which button am I doing? What am I? How do I get down? Yeah. Come on, come on. Leave the duct. It's hard. It's hard, it's hard, especially in the moment. It's just insane. But it was really fun and love playing with you guys. So it was a blast. Yeah. We'll, we'll do more of that. We should do more of that, even though we only Riff do it Tracks, once a month. Uh, Rift Tracks has a new thing that's similar to the What the Dub game that we'll have to try sometime. Same devs, even. Same, same. Um, Is it? Oh, same developers, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They worked, they, they um, combined their powers and made a, made a game. I'm, I'm sure those guys just sort of modified their code base and just made a, you know, a version that's a little bit more geared to them. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Sure. I want to, I'd love to try it. And they, those guys reached out last time. It might be fun to poke them and just say, hey, can we... How about a film sack version? That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but we little film sack. How about that? Little sacky, sacky version. Check out my sack. So look uh, look at this. <laughs> uh, hey, Brian, speaking of, speaking of uh, things like sacks and bags full of goodies, I don't have a good transition, so I'm just making this up. Uh, you know, everybody out there making content, they're all looking for ways to mm-hmm. monetize their content, you know? Uh, we of course went the the dumbest possible way ever and did a monthly Patreon at very low prices. Uh, so so we're dumb, but go ahead, take advantage of us anyway. Sure. It's fine. Exactly. We're yep. we're in the genie's out of the bottle. But here's the thing: some people have really smart ideas. Some people have terrible ideas. I would like to uh-huh. give you one that I'm not sure how to define quite yet until we talk <laughs> about it. Uh, there's this lady. I think it's the there's same a lady. lady who's sure. <laughs> Something in the door. I don't know. Yeah, I, could, I could actually, yeah, but, but we'll, we'll do the reveal on the article, and you know, then I can start writing. Some yeah, that, then you got, yeah, then you got a whole, the whole world ahead of you after this. Uh, so here's the headline: um, This lady, this girl, makes five thousand dollars a day. So five grand a day per day. It's pretty good uh-huh. money. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Selling uh, under boob sweat in jars. <laughs> under boob sweat fantastic yeah yes. you know when you got the you got the boobs right this is my understanding okay i'm not yeah, a lady but yeah. let me you know from from my sure my small breasts gonna, that have developed you're over gonna years. mansplain boob sweat is yeah. that what what's happening here yeah. so you got you got your big you know sort of beefy fleshy boob unit there and yeah. uh that's hanging that's kind of hanging over there and if you're out in the sun or a humid day or whatever you, you accumulate uh the uh, sweat under the under the boob you know yes. where you're where you're sweating there, and uh, that's okay because humans need you know we sweat for a reason. It keeps it keeps us cool, core, uh, uh, cools down our core. It's a reason we don't pant or have other methods to do this. So that's our way. Well, this lady, this enterprising young lady, thought, you know, what if I put that boob sweat in a jar and sold that? And then I think I also found out this is the same this is the same girl we talked She's- about months ago that had the fart problem. Exactly. Well, problem. She was making a fortune selling jar farts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she had to like, stop because she had a, what was her deal? She like blew her guts out or something weird happened. Um, she had to go to the hospital and they were like, you can't. Oh, anyway, she, uh, yeah. oh, look at that. Following a heart attack square, uh, scare square back in January. Um, yeah, she's, so basically she's also, I mean, she's kind of a, um, reality show, uh, Oh, what's the what would be the politically correct term to use? Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I don't have yeah. a good one. Uh, she's a she was on that ninety day fiance. Uh, oh, she's known so, for a thing that I've never seen. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So she was on a thing that nobody saw. 
Well, nobody in our circles anyway. Yeah. Uh, then she starts selling fart jars. And when she had a heart attack, she said, oh, darn it. Okay, I need something else. And uh, now I'm selling boob sweat. Yeah, boob sweat. The- yeah, boob sweat. Yeah. And she did really well with the fart in the jar thing. Made a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then she had that that medical scare. So now she's all like, uh, hello, I'm going to. I'm going to take some of this, some of this here sweat. And I'm going to put it in a vial or a jar. I'm going to sell that to you. Vial, a vial is the correct term. Yeah, yes. yeah. And then, uh, and then you at home have really no guarantee. You know, let's say I don't want to judge. I don't want to shame. I just want to say this: whoever it is out there that's like, oh yeah, man, I got to get me some of her boob sweat. Yeah. What do you do with it when you get it? Oh, I don't think we want to know. And I and I say, uh, maybe uh, hold on to all those addresses that you send the boob sweat to, because maybe those people should be put on some sort of list. Oh yeah, that email <laughs> list is much more than an email list. That's a like a future. I don't know what kind of list. It's some good yeah, list. Exactly. yeah, keep your eye on those people. But like, if you okay, I'm just trying to think. First of all, how do you verify it? There's no government oversight here. There's no. FDA right, approved that method. That it's actually sweat from her boob. Or, even, or sweat at all. Even sweat from her. Right. Yeah. Or even sweat. What if it's or a little bit of tap water, water with yeah. some table salt in it? And you're like, yeah, that's sweat. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't get this. Five grand a day? I, 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 we're in the wrong business, Brian. <laughs> Clearly we are, yes. What do we do? To, what do we do to bu- sell boob sweat in a bottle? <laughs> The first thing that I'd like to do. <laughs> so wait, though, we got to answer this question. How do you? Yeah. And okay, what would it? What could we sell that would make five grand a day? What part of our bodily excretions could we uh, uh, could we market? Do you think? I think uh, you know what, Scott. You and I have a we have a skill. We have a certain set of skills, mm. as uh, Mister Neeson's, as mm-hmm. uh, Liam Neeson's would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, uh, that, and what we're doing is, is right here. We do this very well. This is what we bottle up and we sell jokes in a jar. All right. We, we little, little vials. Yeah. Look at this. I'll even, okay. I'll start the first one. Right All right. Here right, we go. Go. All right. It's going while he's walking, he's doing, he's, he's going places. He's got, he's checking th- stuff out. He's, 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 he's going, hold on to your butts. It's, he's coming back. All right. He's in another room. There he is. He's come back. All right, he's putting headphones right, on. There, there he is. Uh, okay, like wrapped, uh-huh. you know, wrapped in uh, a sort of very protective in bubble wrap plastic. Oh, look at that empty vial right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cork. Yeah, what are you gonna put in there? Hey, is it Dorley gonna fish sandwich? <laughs> oh yeah, close plug it up, it up really quick. Yep. Close it up. It's corked. Yep. All right, there we That's go. Perfect. Who wants to buy? All it? right, first Let's top do. bidder. Who's got the money? Who's got the cash? Let's get this going. Yes, exactly. The bidding Let's, starts at four hundred dollars. Do I hear five hundred? Five hundred. Sealing it, sealing it back up. This will go in a padded envelope, and uh, and we'll go to the uh, the highest bidder that we get during the show today. <laughs> All right, you heard it. This is it. We're starting our new thing. All right, we got we got Tom Norm with six hundred dollars. Tom right, Norm with six hundred dollars. I don't think that that's uh, genuine. Uh, Wildly successful uh, author, Tom Norm. Uh, he sent me exactly. a copy of his book. Check this out. Oh, I know. I have one, too. Did you get it? Awesome. Look at this, guys. Thomas Norman, Night Tracer. Yes. I've done... Uh, we did a... Uh, I did I did an intro. A pre-news intro or something. Uh, yeah, we... T- we uh, that's right. Back when uh, I think it had just... 
uh, hit presses or whatever. But uh, I can't wait to dig in and read this. And he left a very nice note in the, in the front thing yes, for us. Yes, he really did. Yes. Really nice. Thank you, Tom, for that. And super, super cool of him to send us that. Tom Norman was born and currently lives in Green Bay, Wisconsin. He's been an avid superhero fan his entire life. This is the second <laughs> book that he has written. I love it. So anyway, right. congratulations. That's all right. Oh, our BioCal, I think we have our first legitimate offer. $20 and a baggie of toenail clippings. Oh. All right. Although I think you got you, you got to go higher cuz Stephanie Stephanie and yeah, but uh bet uh, $20 already right, not bet wager or uh, uh uh bid $20 already. So 20 bucks. BioCal, you've got to go 21. Yep, 21 or higher. Cuz the toenail clippings aren't going to be enough of a enough of a <laughs> Yeah, an increase. Yeah, so and then oh, quat lose hundred quat lose. Those that's a good exchange rate. We've had rate. rolls. We've had um, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Oh, All right, twenty five, and I don't have to ship overseas. Too much potatoes. Thirty dollars and a Spice Girls drawing to Stephanie. Ooh, wait, thirty bucks, and she'll give you a Spice Girls drawing. No, I think I need to. I need to do a drawing of Spice Girls. As oh, well, you have I to throw do, one in. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, see, the point is, Brian. Oh no, no, I take that back. No, she's offering thirty dollars and a Spice Girls drawing. Oh, okay. So that that is a that's a bump up for on your end. That is, yeah, I yeah. like that so far. Okay. Okay. All right. uh, how about uh, let's see, what? Coin? Are there any <laughs> NFTs? Oh, <laughs> Tally says zero dollars, and I'll call. I'll stop calling you Cowardville. Um, Tally, have you checked your uh, Discord? Did uh, you get my? My oh. SQL database that I hmm. sent you. Hmm. 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 I wonder if that will finally shut her up. Just kidding. That's right. We don't want to shut. Ooh, you up. thirty-five and a fart jar from Tondagosa. All right. Yeah. Is this legal? What we're doing on Twitch? I don't, I feel I like- don't know. I feel like we're in a. <laughs> I feel like we're breaking somebody's terms of service, but I don't know who's. Yeah, exactly. Probably yes. mine. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, anyway, good luck to everybody out there who can monetize your boob sweat and. Um, yeah. Exactly. Don't send any to me. I don't care who Please you do are. Not. Yeah, no. I don't care who if you I are. If I get a file that contains any liquid, mm-hmm. uh, it's getting uh, it's getting tossed. Yeah, tossed after after May thirty first, twenty twenty two. I'm warning you with peace and love. If you send me any vials with liquid and boob sweat, they'll get tossed. 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 Uh, are you revealing? No. Are you? I'm having a Chinese, a succulent Chinese meal. Is that that guy? It's that guy, isn't it? No, it was Ringo Starr. The oh. piece of the, that, that, that video of him going, I'm warning you with peace and love. If you send me anything to get signed after this date, it will be tossed. You sound, you sound tossed like in the bin. It sounds like an impression of that guy with the penis thing. Yeah, I know. Are you, are you prepared to are receive? Are you prepared? Oh, I miss that guy. Hope he's doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not. He's in jail, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, for some other thing, like some unrelated offense. He's in jail. I think we talked about this. I don't remember. We my brain. Did. My you, brain's you, you, a my just, brain's a throbbing he turd. Doesn't he yeah. doesn't warrant much further thought. Sadly, no kidding. All right. Uh, how was Philadelphia? Oh. You went to Philadelphia. What happened? We went into Philadelphia very briefly. Basically, we got uh, landed in Philadelphia. Hopped in a rental car and continued on our way across the border to New Jersey to uh, Long Beach Island. And, uh, dude, I am I am in love with Long Beach Island. Like, mm. this mm. is, it's kind of got all the, the charm of um, a typical kind of beach town. But you've got so much great food, like a lot of... Um, uh, a lot of of uh, 
um, fresh fish and scallops and, and soft shell crabs. I had a lot of soft shell crabs and, mm. and scallops and stuff like that. Flounder, big up there. Oh, we were talking um, about flounder the other day. That's interesting. Yeah, and it uh, and it's basically like off of the coast of New Jersey, off of the coast of like Manahawk and Camden. You, you go past Camden, New Jersey, continue to the coast, and you get to Long Beach Island. Yeah. And we picked this place, or I picked this place, because it was a it was a mystery date trip. It was the first time I've tried to do a mystery date trip for Tina, and I have a couple clients out there. One of which is um, easily the nicest place to stay on the island, which is a place called Gables. Now these guys pride themselves in being um the the place to go for a romantic weekend. Um okay. no question. These guys, you know, like flowers everywhere and a guy in the lobby playing music and um a, a prefix gourmet meal and wine and all that sort of thing. And um uh so they very generously uh put us up for a couple nights and gave us a room and it's funny after working on their website for 12 years 13 years i this is the first time i've actually ever seen the place in person oh wow so they put us in a room uh this room had to have been designed by mc escher is is really bizarre but it was cool so we were in in one of the upper floors actually the very top floor kind of an attic what would be an attic room because we had you know some some diagonal sloping uh, ceilings. Sure, that makes sense. You're a pie. And a very cool black and white vintage looking wallpaper with um, uh, Greek columns and fla- uh, flowers and stuff like that. But when you're when you're laying in bed, kind of looking at these ang- all these different angles and surfaces, it's like, wait a minute, does that one continue on to this part and this part continue on to that part like it does look like it's very Escher. Ooh, that's cool. I love the idea of that. Sounds awesome. Yeah. In the middle of the room, so we've got a, a little separate bathroom off to the side with a sink and, and a commode. Yeah. And then... Toilet. But in the center of the room itself is a bright red clawfoot bathtub. Oh. Freestanding bathtub. Bright red. Like the the bright red, okay. Well, you know, I guess romantic. I don't know, whatever. Sounds I, like a, a place to sacrifice a human for a vampire. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, other than that, I mean, you know, there's no shower in 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 the little tiny bathroom that we've got. There's no bath in there. So in the morning, when you're wanting to kind of freshen up and wash yourself, well, you're doing it right there in the middle of your. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of your room. room. Mm. Yeah. Now this is the only room of theirs that has this. Their their other rooms actually have like separate bathrooms with showers and stuff like that. But um, so it's kind of a bed and breakfast style thing. It's, it's very bed and breakfast. Yeah, and, okay. and and true bed and breakfast where you come down and there you get a cook to order gourmet meal. This woman named Ismelda, uh, is Melda. Is Melda? That's amazing. Ismelda. Yeah, she said, okay, well, so our specialties today, we've got an omelet with um, uh, feta cheese and artichoke. We can also do pancakes, and we've got this kind of fruit if you want the fruit in the pancakes, and da da da. And uh, French toast and bacon and sausage, and so it's just well, damn so cool. Sounds really good. Oh yeah. my gosh. So, yeah. of course, you know, that's where we had all of our breakfast, where it was there. And, um, uh, but yeah, so I had to. <laughs> <laughs> like not even curtains and we had a shower like so so the faucet zoop, sticks up right off the side of the bathtub sure and there are just two knobs a hot and cold yeah 
and then a a little hanger tray that the shower handle sits in. It's like like a shower, oh, um, like wand, a little shower wand hand. Yeah, got it. Yeah, and the only other movable item on there was a a metal ball on the top of a uh, like a steel rod that could come up out of the top of this thing. Okay. So I'm thinking, oh, okay. So you probably get the water going and then you pull that ball up and what it does is it causes suction, causes like a, um, uh, what do they call those things? Siphon, Siphon. thing to happen mm-hmm. and pull the water into the, into the deal. Into like, the, like when the you're sucking shower. gas out of a, a, can, a gas tank. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, it, I could never get that damn thing working. <laughs> never. So, okay. uh, Brian, Brian, uh, in the morning would basically be fill the bathtub up with a little bit of water yeah. and then get in and then have the water running and do like a, like a, all right, soap, soap up. Yeah. Fortunately, fortunately I don't have to shampoo soap up and then just kind of like, shoo, shoo, <laughs> <laughs> like pushing, throw in the water at myself. Oh wow! Okay, and uh, less than optimal, uh, but still, you know, you can get the job done. Sounds like you get the job done, and it, you know, and it worked out just fine. Like you know, uh, for for washing my my head, I'd stuck uh, stick my head under the water faucet and that sort of thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it, it was gotta say, like the first morning, it was like, oh, this is so weird. Okay, I'm doing it. Second morning was like, oh, I fully embraced the bath and said, you know what, whatever. I'm just gonna kind of soak in here. I had a towel curled up behind my head i just kind of sat there with a cup of coffee i went down and got a cup of coffee before i took uh, my bath and just sat there with a cup of coffee steam rising from the coffee steam rising from the bath just kind of like this is this is just fine yeah. i am relaxed this is no no complaints whatsoever yeah i think i would want that that sounds all right um the island uh, also in addition to just like i said tons of uh restaurants has uh its share of maybe about a half dozen miniature golf courses. Oh, did you <laughs> we, do any of that? Did you guys golf? We did. We picked uh, We picked one that was kind of like the, uh, here's what I like. Here's what I look for in mini golf courses, Scott. Yeah. Uh, you Listen, you can have all those bangly dangly things sitting over the course <laughs> that, uh, that cause problems for your ball getting down to the hole. Yeah. I like ones that have levels and stairs and drops and, and, hills you have to climb and that sort of thing that's what i look for if you could have a miniature golf course that doesn't have any windmills or abraham lincoln spreading his legs or anything like that just give me one that's got like hills and levels and that sort of thing where you gotta like work with physics and gravity and you know actually yeah i'm I'm with you on that that to me seems more like the there's an rng when when there's a windmill going flap 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 trying to stop you from yes. going through a hole, yes. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't play. I don't no, wanna... Yeah, you can't really with the speed those things are going. You can't really just time that. That's BS. So uh, <clears throat> so we picked that one. Now yeah. this was the day that apparently all the sand flies were out as well. Yep. And even though we're on a miniature golf course far from the beach, the sand flies were aggressive. They gave us some cutter when we went and got our our brightly colored ball and the uh, the the golf clubs, the putters that are way too short for us. Yeah, always, uh, <laughs> always. Yeah. Uh, they also said, "Hey, sand flies are pretty bad today. Here's here's some cutter. You may want to just spread you know spray it on yourself," which we did. And I can't even imagine what it would look like, what I'd look like right now if I didn't have, if I wouldn't have put that stuff on. 
but I am. So what like, is a cutter? Is it like I don't know? I've never heard that term. Oh, cutter is just like a spray. Like it's like uh, not uh, not raid. It's like uh, a deet like, free. Oh, okay. Like mosquito uh, repellent spray. without the deet in mosquito it. Mosquito repellent, exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. Off. Good. Good comparison. Oh, yeah. off. Cutter's yeah, like, off's a good brand. Good. Sure. Um, and that did do a pretty good job of keeping away. However, I'm like covered with little bites and it's like, my God, I've, I've, it is, it is me saying, uh, like me struggling to not scratch myself. Like it's like, almost like I need to be pinned down to a gurney with my oh, <laughs> leather I strap. I hate that feeling. To keep myself from scratching. Um, I did ask our, our medical uh, crew what they recommend. And Dr. Tolbert, Dr. Tolbert says hydrocortisone is the primary go-to. Anything stronger needs a prescription. Yeah. Yeah. Did Dan add, oh, add anything? Did Dan say? Uh, uh, since itch is carried on the same nerves as pain and temperature, a hairdryer in a low setting will also relieve itch acutely without scratching. Just don't burn yourself. Oh, interesting. Wait a minute. Okay. What? Well, how would you I don't get that how does that work is that just a thing well, that works it's just a thing that works yeah I mean heat because I noticed that um, uh, with our shower if I we've got a shower wand as well and if I would when I was uh, this morning running the hot shower on the bug bites it was like oh that completely eliminates the itch yeah that'll it's, eliminate uh, I mean in some ways yeah. you're kind of micro scratching it I guess by having water hit it but uh, it's yeah, not really a yeah. word is it micro scratching but anyway, uh, yeah, no, that's you and my wife are the same. She came home from Mississippi just covered in little bites from a million Ooh. bugs. It's just that time of year. So, you know, you well, go to these coastal so towns. Time for her to hit the hydrocortisone uh, uh, shop. No kidding. The store. And it's always at yeah. the beach. It's always like a million little, what you call them? She had deer flies. Those look yeah, dark. We, those those are the monster, like big old. Fortunately, those you kind of feel when they land on you. Cause yeah. F those things, man. <laughs> Who needs those? You know, I know there's an ecosystem and yeah. we need all yeah. the bugs to do yeah. the thing. But do you need yeah. a do you need a fly need named after a deer? Sandflies. No. And sandflies suck because and they literally suck. But they suck because they're smaller than mosquitoes. Like at least a mosquito, you're like, oh yeah, there it is, bam, and you get it. Like these uh, sandflies, they are they look like little tiny um, fine point sharpie dots yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like a ballpoint pen mark on your arm and it's like oh man these are freaking aggressive yeah annoying little so, things what, what is so it about people the they, they suck something out of you or whatever or what's the yeah deal? i'm sure they okay. do they'd probably do the same thing the mosquitoes which is mix like the the they put a saliva in your um in your skin that like makes your blood uh thinner so that they can suck it up ew I don't I like that. Deal. I don't like that at all. That seems like they, a bad they thing. Basically, like a, a blood thinning agent that they put in. Yep. I think I, I think that's right. Well, I mean, I'm just glad know. you don't get the monkeypox from them. No monkeypox. No. I did not see any monkeypox. No, there. and that's the thing about monkeypox. You'll see it. You'll yeah. People exactly. people show those those symptoms. So look out, mm -hmm. world. Actually, we got a monkeypox uh, science segment coming up later today. Oh, so. That's right. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the monkeypox. Yeah, looking forward to um, that. The uh, also got to see uh, former ANTP contestant Vincent Minucci. Ah, my Vincent Minucci talked about a couple podcasts that he like. He basically is reviving a podcast that he he and I used to work on together yeah. called Lyrics Undercover. Yeah, it's coming back. Nice, so very nice. Be ready for that. Yeah, and an indie music uh, podcast that we're talking about. So, so um, you know that's Vince always a great good. thing. You get He's a couple podcasters people. together, and yeah, for sure. Did you end up? You didn't see Monica while you were there. 
I take it. Didn't see Monica. She's too far uh, south. I uh, she was the first person I reached out to um, when I when I was planning the trip. I said, "Hey, how far are you from LBI and Manahawkin and and that part of the country?" She's like, "Oh, too far to too far to make it work." I think is the way she said it. Ah, uh, gotcha. So. Well, we met her. I mean, we did get to meet her at BlizzCon a couple times. Yeah, so. met her a couple times at a couple BlizzCons and stuff. Yeah. She's great. And I did I did get a cheesesteak, Wizwit. Oh, uh, you did? I'm sorry. Yeah, Wizwit. Uh, yeah. And it was it was great. It yeah. was at uh, Chicky and Pete's. Did, did not make it to Jim South Street, which is the which would have been my go-to. But um, Chris Brown, who's from that area, yeah. said, ah, hit uh, hit up Chicky and Pete's at the, uh, at the airport. They're, you know... Uh, uh, Maybe not quite as good as anything you'll get on South Street, but uh, but you'll get a very good cheesesteak there, and we well, did. That sounds amazing, and it was a good yeah. like you know you're looking for that authenticity, right? Did it, did it do that? It was very authentic. It was uh, yeah, it was great. Okay, it was, uh, it was just what we needed, and felt like I accomplished, like I achieved cheese uh, cheesesteak. <laughs> cheese you you achieved it. Well, that's good. I cheesed it. I got an achievement. <laughs> uh, so check this out. I um, this is kind of a very short but weird story. Um, yeah, Kim and I, while you were gone, uh, we're just hunting around for a place to eat. We were on a date, and we we're like, you know what? Where do you want to go? Let's go find something, you know, cool. So we found this place that had just opened, or we thought had just opened, called Super Chicks Chicken and Custard, and um, <laughs> we kept hearing all these things about it, like, oh, this place is amazing. You have to go. You have to go. And I'm like, yeah, there's a million chicken places. Like, everybody thinks they're the best. I don't know what to what to tell you. Anyway, we're driving by there, and we see there's people in it. We're like, oh, it's open. Okay, let's go in there. Okay. Pull in, walk up to the door. A guy whose name I now know as George says, hi, you know, we actually don't open till Monday, till the holiday. And I'm like, oh, well, no, no problem. It looks like you guys are just training or something. And he goes... Yeah, it's like a friends and family and then also kind of a big train run through before we do our full opening on Monday. So they had, you know, sure. all the employees were there, plus their families could come. And not even not even like a uh, soft opening. It's just like a, you know, friends and family. Friends and opening. family. Yeah, just purely like a, hey, we're celebrating getting ready for this and our employees, families can come. And, and I sure. didn't know this, but they're all there eating for free. Mm. Um, so we're like, OK, well, no problem. He looks at us. He goes, you know what, though? I like how you, I like the look of you. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh, nice. He goes, just why don't you come in here? Go ahead and go. And we're like, really? Oh. You sure? And he goes, yeah. Now, we didn't know that it was free food. We went yeah, in there thinking, it, oh, well, we're going to pay for whatever we pay. get. Yeah, yeah, we were prepared to pay. And then we started pulling money out. The girl's like, oh, no, no, this is all this is all free for, you know, whoever you're here with. And we're like, yeah, whoever we're here with. We're here with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we're friends of uh, Chris. Yeah, Chris exactly. Bonus. So they make these really great. You know, they're they're clearly aiming for the throat of things like, you know, the Chick fil A's and the the canes and the people like that. They want they want to kick their butts. Um anyway, so we go in there, we eat, and we decide to eat outside because it was kind of nice that day. And uh George, we start to notice he's turning some people away, because there's a whole bunch of people are doing like we did. They see it and they're just coming up to see if they can go in. Yeah. And he's turning some of them away, but he's letting others in. And so I start to kind of observe, like, all right, who's how is he making determinations? <laughs> and he seems to be just doing it off of just impression. Like Really? Like, uh, okay, I like you. You come in. Like he's velvet roping the yeah. chicken sandwiches. Yeah, kinda, yeah. And then finally when things chill out a little bit, he comes and sit by us and he says, How are you folks doing? We're like, Oh, he's nice and and um and uh, George or Jorge, uh he's a he was a Hispanic dude. Mm-hmm. He goes he goes, uh 
um, what did he say? I can't remember how he said it. Basically, though, he is like a huge bigwig with this with this food group that owns this place. So he is as soon as he was done here, he was flying to Tennessee to open another one. Right after wow. that, down to Mississippi to open another one. Then coming back here to open a new one in American Fork. Like he's some big shot and goes to all these openings to make sure everything's good. And um, was the nicest dude. Just the nicest guy. We had this big, long conversation with him. And I was tempted to say, dude, how come How come you let us and this little family here and that one guy, why'd you let them in but not yeah. that? They all looked the same to me. I wanted to ask him that so bad because I just right, felt like right. there was something there. Decide? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. there's some trick or he just has some, some intuition. But anyway... It was uh, it was great, and I just want to recommend them. Super Chicks is awesome, and they're open there now. Uh, the oh, one out I'm here, but at the, the page right now, and it looks amazing. Yeah, they're all over the place. None in Colorado, but Texas, Alabama. Oh, I Idaho. asked for you. I asked for you. I said any plans yeah. for Denver or Colorado? He says we're we're working on it. We're working on it. He says. Okay, all right. So um, whether whether or not they get it done, I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. They've got a lot of uh, coming soons on their site. I imagine those have to open before they'll say, "Oh, well, let's try our Vada." Yeah, or, yeah. And if the guy's got, you know, if he's got the touch, maybe he did, like TVZ Gone suggests, he smelled the free publicity. Maybe he yeah. maybe he had a sense that somehow you and I would talk to 50,000 people today and we would say, go to Super Chicks Chicken and Custard. I didn't get to have the custard because the line for custard was a mile long, so we didn't do the custard. But yeah. I had a lovely oh, chicken so you sandwich. you could do that in the same uh, different different lines. For I the mean, I could have. Food. The problem is we didn't know what was going on at first. Yeah. So we just got the yeah. chicken and then realized what happened. Although we did make some kid's day. We paid him like $15 tip because we had some cash. Wow. And which was less than we would have paid to eat there. Of course. Yeah. But still, holy cow. Made, oh, you, this, you made this kid's made life. And he was super nice. So he deserved oh, it. But. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, mister. I'm going to go thanks, spend mister. it all on hookers and blow. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it was great. I really enjoyed it. And uh, so George, a.k.a. Jorge, if you're listening, I, I doubt he is. I explained the network and what we do, but he's yeah. a busy man. Uh, you were you were really nice. So thanks for that. Uh, oh, and we also one other quick shout out. We went to a place called Eclairs. It's a French bakery bistro thingy in uh, mm-hmm. in uh, Old Saltler and Sandy where I grew up. Drove out there and they made Bosnian breakfast, which I've never had before. Okay, and what it was, Bosnian breakfast, phyllo dough with a bunch of beef in it, some sort of cheese cream feta thing, and then spinach in there, flaky crust on there. I about died. It was wow. so good. Freaking fantastic. It's called Eclair. Awesome. And uh, okay. it, it reminded me of Claire. I know Claire. She's getting all excited. It was all about <laughs> you there. Um, and they also gave what Kim Kim got this thing called a Turkish coffee. Now, I've never tried this. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Have you heard came of this? In a, uh, I have. Came in a, and it always served in one of these really ornate brass, very fancy. Uh, yeah. Pods, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And they cook it in in hot sand. Yeah. Not right. cook it. Oh, brew really? it. Hot sand. Yeah. Okay. It's like I should say brew, not cook. But they have this setup. So the sand, <laughs> which is apparently from that part of the world, is superheated sand, and it. I mean, it freaked me out because I'm like, I don't want sand in my food. You know, like. I, <laughs> That's my first right. thought, but it's a it's an old tradition, and and they have it all set up there, and this thing brews right in the sand, and then it and then you take it out and you got your thing and whatever, and you're supposed to go you know no no creamer or anything. Uh, I'm not really a coffee guy, so I tasted it and it was okay, uh, yeah. not really my jam, but it was very unique and interesting. But anyway, if they do that Bosnian breakfast thing and you're out that direction, do it. If you just yeah. want a good eclair, like French style, not over sweetened, do I that. Always do. 
And this Egyptian family came in that had reservations. Nicest family I ever met. I want to. I want to be those people. They were so nice, and mm. uh, it was just a really lovely time. So look at that. We got lovely time with Kim and I here on our little homestead here. Yep. Brian out there, Philadelphia and beyond. East. Yeah, yep. hanging out with Manucci. What else can you ask for, really? Yeah, nothing. Nothing else. Nothing it, it else. Was a great holiday weekend uh, all around. Except maybe this. It's time for some news brought to you by Film Sack, mining the depths of film entertainment for all mankind since 2009. I thought 2007, 2009? Nine. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. October. Uh, and our brand new, I guess you'd know more than, uh, more than anybody. <laughs> uh, and our brand new episode about The Italian Job. The show is now crowdfunded. So check out your favorite movie podcast right now. Go to filmsack.com for all the details. That's right. Yeah, let's see. October yeah, 09, we did, uh, what did we, what was our first movie? Oh, Crawl. Uh, Crawl. Crawl was our first movie. Yep. Yeah. May it ever rain. You know, there, there is a day somewhere, somewhere in the future where we, we, we re-watch Crawl and do a fresh episode about it, just for yeah. fun. Yeah, October 31st, or 30th. 30th? Uh, wow. Day before 30th. Halloween. Look at us. Yeah. Scary. Scary. All right. <laughs> let's read this story here. An asteroid the size of 350 giraffes. It's going to fly past such, Earth. Such a weird <laughs> measurement. That's like, why I oh, love yeah, it. okay, 350 giraffes. Sure, now I can completely visualize that. Yeah, I, it's 100% why I grabbed this article because, okay, a, a giant, a, a big asteroid. How big is it? Well, yeah. so many tons or, you know, whatever they're going to megatons right, or right. something. But uh, no, didn't it's. Didn't we used to say Volkswagens? Like, oh, yeah, it's about the size of uh, 35 Volkswagens. Yeah. Like, oh, like, that I can visualize yeah. for whatever reason. Back when the bug was like, uh, the Beetle was like the same size all the time and never really changed, it yeah. became kind of a weird <laughs> unit of measurement. I, I guess giraffes are a thing. I don't know. Uh, it's just, they're not, they're not, they're long, but they're not a lot of mass. So it's a weird thing to say. Like, it's, there's not a cubic. A cubic mass of giraffes, mm -hmm. you know, it's mm -hmm. like you're, you're thinking of like how they would all fit if you there's no barrel of giraffes game to play where it's like, oh, I can hook on the little giraffe one, one to the next. Yeah. It's like, such a bizarre. It's very weird, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I barely I barely can get my head around why they would choose this. And it probably is just being a dumb article. But uh, yeah. here's some other uh, info. Uh, it was supposed to pass over on the 27th. I don't know if I heard anything about that. So, oh, no, I didn't uh, didn't hear about it. Uh, we were supposed to do this. I know there was week. a meteor shower last night, and I completely forgot and didn't didn't go out and look. But uh, it was supposed to be visible for us yeah, here. Yeah. Um, I, so I was bummed on that blood moon night because we had clouds and I couldn't see anything. Oh, really? Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. We, we were able to see that. That was just amazing. I've seen one before, but it was years ago. It's rare, right? How often does yeah. that happen? It's like every... That I don't know. Whatever it is. I'll be dead by the next time. There's another one. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think oh, I hope not. Okay. It's a little more. It's a little less rare than than once in a lifetime. <laughs> oh, good. Makes me happy to hear that. Um, it says asteroids fly past Earth on a regular basis. Asteroid seventy three thirty five, which was this one, is bigger than any of them, measuring one point one miles or five thousand nine hundred feet across. Uh, so, not see those are measurements we can understand right there. It's got nothing yes, to do exactly. with your damn that we things. can right. So then it goes on to say, for comparison. It's four times larger than the Empire State Building and more than twice okay. as large as Burj Ka Khalifa. <laughs> the Burj Khalifa. Uh, yes. Which is that Dubai it's thing, the, right? The tower, right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, that big gnarly one with the curves on it and stuff. The, that the one, that's not the one that uh, 
Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta-Jones climbed an entrapment, right? That's, no. That's, the, that's a different one. <laughs> that's yeah. a different one. I think oh, it wasn't. Cliff is the one Tom Cruise climbed Tom in Cruise. one of the, uh, yeah. Yeah, in Mission Impossible 4 or 3 or something. 3 or yes. 4, I think. Well, the one with uh, Jeremy Renner, whichever one that was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess he did too. Anyway. Let's see. How big is that? How many Wiz Khalifas is that? Uh, that's a, that is a, well, does Wiz Khalifa's neck, how far does it go? Because I could compare it to a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. On May, okay, so this thing was discovered, by the way, on May 1st, 1989. Oh, wow. Yeah. We've been waiting for this one for a while. Yep. This is one of 2,265 space rocks that NASA has labeled as potentially hazardous. So they keep their eye on these things, yeah. even when they're sure. super far away. This one just finally got its time to to pass us over. Um, let's see. To be considered potentially hazardous, an asteroid has to be at least 460 feet across and come within 4.6 mile, 4.6 million miles of Earth and its orbit around the sun. This may sound close on a cosmic scale, but the distance is more than 19 times farther away than the Moon is from the Earth. But still, they gotta you know they gotta keep your eye on this stuff. You can have an Armageddon event where we gotta send. Right, exactly. Well, I guess we can't send him anymore, but somebody can go up there and take care of it. <laughs> Does it kind of worry you that NASA's watching almost twenty five hundred space rocks call- that they consider to be potentially hazardous? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot more than. That's a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a little surprised so, uh, at the number. I, I kind of thought that maybe yeah. we had two or three. You know. Yeah, like, no, you've got uh, 2,265 asteroids that are like, eh, that could kill us at some point. Do you think anybody yeah. at NASA is like, all right, hey, keep your eyes open, 7335, coming on the 27th. Boy, that sure looks like a lot of giraffes. <laughs> how many, hey, Bill, how many giraffes would you estimate that thing to yeah, be? Yeah, what do you think? That's about 350, yeah. I think. Is that yeah. about 350? How many IKEA Billy bookcases would you say that uh, <laughs> asteroid is? How many gummy worms do you suppose you could fit in that? <laughs> like, just what random thing do you want to measure it with? So stupid. How many Alanis Morissette CDs do you think you could fit in that thing? Right. And the answer is one. Just kidding. A jagged little rock. Jagged little rock. Um, all right. Or bitterest, as I often say, for no reason. Yes, I know. Uh, final story that we have time for here. Let's do this one about dolphins. And how uh, science has recognized or shown that dolphins recognize friends by tasting their pee. Oh, good. All so right. Let so the titles about dolphin you know pee that, commence. Sorry, go that ahead. That smart, that intelligence pedestal that we've been putting dolphins on for years. <laughs> I think we can finally take them off of it. Yeah, we can finally kick that thing out from underneath them. Uh, scientists found this in a, what they're calling a wild experiment. Scientists recalled anecdotes of dolphins swimming through excrement or excretion plumes is how mm. they put it uh, that's that's piss to you and me says this vice <laughs> article plumes. yeah excretion plume I so next time uh, someone ernie accuses hudson, you i want ernie hudson to say that excretion, yeah. plumes. excretion plume if anyone ever pees in a pool you can say ah this kid oh. made an excretion plume please keep your excretion plumes out of our pool thank that's you right. very much that's right we don't swim in your toilet or however that old phrase went uh-huh. anyway uh they do this with their mouths open because they can't smell they have they, they their olfactory bulb uh uh-huh. is the thing that they do with their mouth and you know even humans we our mouths have a lot to do with what we smell sure and what we smell has a lot to do with our mouth anyway um after collecting samples from dolphins in lagoons in bermuda hawaii other places like that which have been trained to give urine health ass- uh, assessments they put the pee in a little cup at the end of a very long pole poured it in 
uh, in front of the dolphin while playing, uh, or sorry, while playing the whistle of another dolphin. Researchers measured how the dolphins sampled the pee, opening their mouths and running their tongue along the water. Uh, and if the let's see if the dolphin's response has changed when the pee came from a f- familiar or unfamiliar dolphin. The upshot is they could recognize friends. So this would be like me and you hanging out. And I'm like, if I don't quite recognize you, Brian. That's right. I'm all, mm, it's like, oh, mm, oh I think oh. Scott was through, came through here a minute ago. Yeah, I think he's at the deep end of the pool down here somewhere with me. <laughs> pretty, pretty gross. But, you know, animals are weird. They don't care. I was thinking yeah. about this yesterday. The dogs go out and they smell each other's poo and they don't even, they don't even flinch. It's just like, they don't, yeah, exactly. if we did this, like imagine if we did that humans uh-huh, uh-huh. walking around going hey hold on a second <laughs> getting all up to someone's butt or whatever like what why i mean i yeah, understand uh, why animals do it but don't i don't want to do it we've evolved past no, this no exactly right exactly celebrate that we've evolved past it everybody and don't don't inhale each other's excrement plumes all right <laughs> uh that's it for your news for the day we're going to come back here in a minute with bill duran uh, from punishprops.com. That'll be okay. fun. And uh, after that, some science with Bobby. We're going to talk a little bit about this, all this hubbub about the monkeypox. How scary is it? Should it be? What's the deal? How many mm-hmm. people have it? All that. Lock, lock your, hide your kids, hide your wife because the monkeypox is getting them all getting out. Getting them all out there. So watch for that coming up after this song break from Brian. That's right. Hibbitt. Enjoy the excretion plume of music that I'm about to uh, swim, swim you all through. Uh, this is a band called Deep Throat Choir. And uh, they have a brand new EP, which is coming out on June 10th, June 10th courtesy of Bella Union. Uh, big thanks to uh, them for sending this over. This is actually really, really good. Um, they're like, how many, let's see, how many of them are there in this band? Is it going to give me a number? Do I have to count, count heads? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, Jeez. 14. Like 15, 15 people in the Deep Throat Choir. It's like the, the, uh, the Osmonds or some shit. That's crazy. Kind of, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, this is uh, this is great. It basically uh, amplifies the notion that nothing good happens after 3 a.m. And that's what the song is titled, 3 a.m. Here is Deep Throat Choir.
take another look at Michelle without makeup and now with makeup. Wow, that's the maxi look. Oh, hello. The morning stream. What are you gonna do? Charge me with smoking? Back. Hey, regale me once again with yes. who that was. That was a band called the Deep Throat Choir from an EP coming out a week from Friday called uh, 3 a.m. Uh, coming out June 10th. That is the title track, 3 a.m. from Deep Throat Choir. Very, very nice. Yes. Um, you played a song last week that I ended up falling in love with and playing over and over. And now I can't remember what the name of it was. But Was it a cover or, or an original? It was an original. It's one of the indies in the middles. Oh, also uh, the cover halfway the, by Flip Turn or um, oh, what's the know. use? The real use by phones that's with it. cords. That's the one. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, if you guys don't don't skip music, is what I'm saying. No, don't do it. Okay, you'll, you'll, you regret, may be it. you'll regret it. If you're tempted, don't don't freaking do it. All right, um, Bill. Yes, where's Bill? Bill. Where's Bill. We don't. Uh, Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, hey, Bill. We don't have Bill. Where's Bill? <laughs> When's Bill coming in? I'm looking for Bill. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Oh, there's Bill. Uh, Bill Duran joining us from PunishProps.com and uh, doing so from the beautiful part of this country known as the Pacific Northwest. And he does it every Tuesday where we talk about making stuff and, I don't know, expanding your skill sets, learning a little something new. Bill, welcome back. Hello. Good to be here. Hey, man. It is It is lovely here in the Pacific Northwest. I'll bet it is. Uh, you, you got some sun, maybe, a little? A little there bit. is a little today yeah give it a try yeah give it a shot see what you think might (laughs) might get some vitamin d out of that people in seattle get scared when they see the sun sometimes like uh (laughs) we're just nervous yeah you're just like oh scared but a little nervous what is that giant glowing orb i might burn (laughs) exactly uh well it's good to have you here and uh i always look forward to what you bring so what is going on today what do you want to share with us well i thought i'd try something new a little, a little something from a tiny game called Skyrim. Sky. Oh, weird. You never do Skyrim. any yeah. of Skyrim. I still have so many Skyrim props I want to make. Yeah. Uh, and I made another one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So this one's a little different. It's, it, isn't, it isn't a weapon yeah. or armor. Yeah. I know. I made one of the pub signs. What? There are, there are many pubs in Skyrim. There's the Ragged Flagon. There's the Bean winking skeever solitude my yeah. favorite yeah <laughs> and they have these really fun ornate signs they all have different logos so we made one we made the winking skeever sign uh it's got a, a, an image of a ski kind of looks like a giant rat yeah that's uh, what you want for the front of- oh did we lose him bill you there yeah, he was getting choppy there for a few minutes yeah for- bill you there my back. Oh, you're back. Ah, you're okay. back. You're back. Yeah, yes. yeah. You got a little choppy for a second. I think you're good now. Alrighty, my up and down lately. <laughs> yeah, I think you got some. It's that's what it sounds like. Sounds like you got some some weird ISP things, but mm-hmm. but anyway. So uh, why would you pick that in or that that uh, tavern in particular? Like, Just what is it? Happens a- to be my favorite. Uh, Solitude's my favorite city in Skyrim. Yeah, I love it there, uh, too. Big fan. Plus, it's early, right? I- you get in there like. Uh, I don't know. You feels can. Like, yeah. You can run straight there if you're brave. Yeah. You'll die a lot, though. It's been my experience. I spent, I, <laughs> most of that, I'll take the river 
and then uh, sometimes get eaten by a giant crab or some horrible turtle mm-hmm. creature. But uh, yeah, I did not last long enough in that game to know what either of you were talking about. <laughs> right? Uh, found a cave bear. Maybe this isn't the game for me. Sure, sure. It's good though. So, uh, so the sign I made out of genuine wood, looking like Nola uh, over here. My mm. wood. What kind of? What uh, kind of? When you say genuine, what what wood? What, what from what got, tree? Yeah. I got really cheap <laughs> panels from uh, the home center, the uh, pine. <laughs> ah, is, pine. All right. not something that Mark would do a piece of furniture. But I figure the sign's going to be all beat up and painted and be spending like $80 and all night on this thing. Sure. But but it's real wood and you can, um, instead of using something like pot or foam, add a real genuine grain texture to it. And mm-hmm. I really that heavy texture is it sappy because i always worry about that like having a like uh i don't know you cut into it and there's like a weird i just think of those trees as sappy since we have so many mm-hmm. room here is that is that not a problem i guess once they treat it and cut it and uh got my uh my particular piece of pond sappy yeah they cut yeah it's just uh, sap sappy and more of a like a rom-com kind of way yeah right <laughs> i feel like a Catherine heigl movie yeah it's like right yeah <laughs> 28 dresses now. That's the sequel. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Uh, cool. So, uh, uh, so sorry, go, go ahead. Oh, so the fun part, the really fun part, to pull this thing out, I use my new CNC router. I got a Shapeoko mm. 4 from Carbide 3D. Controlled trim, and you put a bunch of bits in it to cut out the different things you want to do. Uh, so I modeled the entire piece in, in 360. Fusion to also cutting path. <laughs> He's so uh, choppy and, right now. Hold on a sec. You're so is that, choppy. Does that new CNC uh, machine uh, use Wi-Fi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, you are so chop right now. Yeah, uh, it's really choppy. Uh, do I change our region or something? Yeah, Scott? I did once, yeah. but it didn't help. Let me try. Oh, no, I think this is totally on my end. Let me try the. Let me do west real quick. Let's just see what we get on the west side of the country. Okay, Bill, say something now. Oh, Hello. It's even worse. Ah, <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, it's not. It's. Uh, we'll see if it's. Uh, it may. It may. Sometimes it takes a minute, so we'll see what happens. Oh, look at this. He's got. So wait, these little engravings. Does your CNC mm-hmm. just do that? Like the text and the and the and the 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 detail work around that. So you got you got to know what how to tell it to do that, and you have to know which like bit to use. But once it out, it's cool how it can just go in and engrave the text like that. That's actually, I didn't expect it to be this detailed. I mean, I'm looking at your 3D view, so I've yet to see the finished product, but I didn't realize a CNC could um, do that kind of stuff. I didn't know that. I don't know why I didn't know that. I thought it was just good at cutting, like, you know, big edges and curves and, you know, right. shapes and whatever that would be more, harder to do with a more traditional saw or whatever, but uh, that's really rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm really just learning capable of and learning how to make it bend to my will yeah uh but it's fun I'm, I'm getting super excited about what else i can make with that machine that's awesome i love that you have to bend it to your will <laughs> i do i do you, it's the thing it'll do exactly what you tell it to do yeah. uh and sometimes that pretty catastrophic results <laughs> yeah. yeah sometimes the circumstances so really, are yeah they go places yeah, you really have to learn and what it is you're telling the machine what is this stuff you're uh, painting on it? Is that just paint? What's the the uh, the white? So 
so to age it, uh, before that we aged it a little bit. I used a wire wheel to really rough up the texture, the wood grain texture. Mm. Did a lot of work. Mm. And then I brushed out a mixture of vinegar and steel wool that ages the wood, that actually sort of chemically ages it. Uh, and then we did the painting. That's just acrylic paint, but I brought it down so I yeah. some of that wood grain color popping through, which is really nice. Yeah, that looks really cool. Oh yeah, and I can see. so why is it why is vinegar age things? Is that just a is it just an effect or does it does does it actually prematurely age the wood? I'm not sure. Uh, and I was also told that if you if I'd used tea as well, the tannins in the tea would have helped. Uh, but that's a whole thing that can be experimented with uh, prematurely or artificially aging wood to make it look old. It's a pretty common oh thing. Gosh. Oh, I just looked up on the internet and there's a bunch of different techniques. I want this thing on my door. That's it's so, great. Yeah, it's hanging so up right cool. behind me. Looking yeah. at it right now, nice. and it looks sharp. It looks real good. Nice. You should make uh, all of them now. Now, now your job is to make a, a tavern placard for every tavern in the game. That's your job. <laughs> I don't know if anyone told you. That's what you have to do. You have to do that now. Okay. I'm uh, sure there's a comment on the video that recommended something. <laughs> Probably, right, yes. yeah. I feel like that's what I was, as I was saying it, I realized I sounded like a YouTube commenter as I was saying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, all right. As usual, uh, very cool stuff. Check it out, punishprops.com. And, of course, the uh, YouTube channel will have it there. Uh, what is your bonus link of the week? What are you doing there? Uh, I got it here. So James Bruton, um, who used to be called X. I think it's just called James. He makes cool Arduino powered robot printing and stuff. And he built a, an Omni wheel bicycle. The front wheel is an. Omni-wheel. Oh, wow. Oh. What the heck? Like skateboard wheel, uh, wheels. Okay. And it, oh, but it, weird. Degrees, the, the front wheel is 90 to what you think it ought to be. Wacky. Yeah, that that's is wacky. wild. So yeah, he steers <laughs> sideways. Oh, that is crazy. Oh, that's huh. so weird. How is that? Oh, because those are wheels. Yeah, and they've got a, and it's got a motor in there that'll keep him stable. <laughs> Wait a minute, has he done one of these with a wheel made of shoes? It looks like. <laughs> yes. yes <he> <laughs> are you kidding me? That's Look really at that. cool. Oh my god, this is amazing. I mean, is it? St- it. It. Hmm. It looks like he's grinding a plastic wheel down to the nub. If you didn't know those were wheels, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's like wild. super novel. I don't think Trek is going to be putting out these things, but it's still a really neat idea. It is cool. He seems to be yeah. a little wobbly on it, just a little. That's the thing. It feels like you'd, you'd be less stable because if that thing is, it turns on its own so easily. That's bizarre. Very weird. Wow. Very weird indeed. Uh, go check that out. That's, of course, James Bruton on YouTube as well. And as always, Punish Props is the place to go check out, including PunishProps.com. Bill, have a great week. May your Wi-Fi lords smile upon you in the future. Across. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye now. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, his internet was poop. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Poopoo. Poopy internet. Yeah, but we push through. That's what we do. We did exactly, man. Now you know. Next thing for me is a CNC uh, machine. This, oh, those things yeah. look so damn cool. Aren't they cool? My yeah. brother-in-law Steve has one. Who might be listening which, right now? Hi, Steve. Which uh, uh, which three D printer do I have to move to put a, a CNC machine? Right. Uh, Somebody yeah. tell Brian how to do that. All right, uh, we're gonna get right into this here. 
science. Hey, hey, look who it is. It's Bobby Frankenberger with his hair pulled back. Yeah. <laughs> hubba, hubba. Uh, aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> you could go into a wind tunnel and no one, uh, you wouldn't, uh, I don't know, you'd be aerodynamic. That's you, right. Yeah, you just, you, <laughs> right you wouldn't have any resistance. <laughs> yeah. No one could resist you in a wind Nobody tunnel. Could, not even the wind. Hey, Bill, uh, Bill, Bobby, what's going on? You're the other B, the Tuesday Bs. The <laughs> Tuesday really Bs. We've really got to split these two up. Yeah. We can't, we can't the keep The B-Boys. The Bobby and the Bills, it's right. killing me. Yes. Uh, but it's good to have you here. How the heck are you? I'm doing great. Are you I'm, really? I'm a, you're, not a, you're not a Robert, right? Like if like there's not... Uh, yeah, funny yeah. story. Yeah. Funny story. Um, on my birth certificate, it says Robert. So I am a Robert, but you the only Robert. reason I'm named Robert... Is because my mother, in her naive youth, uh, thought that you know Bobby is a like a nickname for Robert, right? Yeah. And right. she thought that you aren't allowed to put a nickname on the birth certificate. Oh, right. <laughs> she so thought, she knew you. She wanted you to be a Bobby, but she thought, well, they won't allow me to do. <laughs> right, Bobby. right. She she thought there were like rules about that or something. Yeah, you had yeah. to put so so. You know, it's a cute story about my mom, I guess. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. When, but, we, uh, when my daughter, yeah, I'm, that's why I still go by Bobby, and 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 because that's my name. When my daughter was born at like 3 a.m., we were so tired and bleary-eyed that we put the certificate down that her name was Taylor, spelled like the guy that fixes your suits. Oh, with an I, basically. Yeah, T A I L O R, which is totally yeah. incorrect, and. uh I can't remember. It cost me like another seventy-five bucks or something to change it. Oh, so it's not fifteen bucks. Yeah, in I thought it was just fifteen. No, oh. it's more now. Oh. Turns out it's more. By the way, you know what else is more? Going to the DMV and getting your license renewed. Last time I did that, twenty bucks. The other day, fifty-two dollars. Wow. Yeah. Well, and then a bunch of Canadians were like, "Quit whining." That's like five hundred dollars up here is what we have to pay. Oh. So I was like, okay, all right. Holy hell. I know. A little free health care, but no free. I was, about to say, I was about to say, that's still cheaper than uh, than getting like a tooth removed or that's, something. That is true, yeah. <laughs> I, think I'd, I think I'd take the expensive license versus the expensive health care. Exactly. Well, anyway, yep. so speaking of health care, Bobby, there's a lot of talk right now about um, a thing called monkeypox going around. Virally oh, yeah. uh, infected it's thing. It's the new hot thing yep. uh, yeah. that all the kids are talking about. But I don't think a lot of people know what the hell they're talking about. I've seen, fo- I've seen photos of people with it. It's a very pronounced sort of visual um symptomatic oh, yeah. type it thing don't look good does yeah, not look good look. at all and uh mm-hmm. would probably convince a whole lot of anti-maskers to actually wear masks i've always i've always felt like the invisibility of covid has been a problem yeah uh that when yeah, things become if, visible if covid looked like like monkeypox then then we probably would have had quite a bit more adoption oh it would have changed everything yeah. we'd be like the asians who've already been smart about this for 100 years but mm-hmm. but anyway um i don't think a lot of people including myself and i don't want to speak for brian but i'm guessing he probably knows about as much as i do about it what is the monkey pox how do you get it and who's going to stop the monkeys from their pox their poxing <laughs> the poxing right. yeah um, well the, it's funny that you mentioned masks and covid but if uh, so First of all, monkeypox is not a respiratory virus, so it, it, the masks wouldn't probably really help that much anyway. Um, but uh, it's um, what is monkeypox? It's a it's a pox virus. It's actually specifically an orthopox virus. But there's a there's a whole family of pox viruses like chickenpox and smallpox and all the viruses with pox in the name. Um, and uh, they, the one thing that they all share in common is that they have they they create pox on your skin. They create lesions. 
um, depending on the virus you get, you know, it, it varies in severity of, of how many, what kind of lesions you get. But um, with monkeypox, they're the little round uh, sores on your skin. And it ranges from some people will just get a few. Yeah. Some people will get thousands. Um, and so it really just depends. And it's a, it's, it's a virus that's endemic to Central and West Africa. Endemic means that that's where it just persists. It's always there. There used to. Um, there is a vaccine for this, right? Um, there is a vaccine. Yeah, and um, I'll I'll get to the vaccine in a minute because we have a vaccine, but we're not really administering it for reasons. Right. Um, th- there are good reasons why we're not administering it, but it, it is it is being administered in small amounts in very localized areas where outbreaks have been identified in the U.S. But um. And and anyway, I'll get to that. Okay. Um, but uh, yes, the short answer is yes. There's a vaccine. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's supposed it comes to be... from rodents. It exists in small animals. Oh, and, not monkey. Uh, How come they call it monkeypox? I, I always <laughs> I hate that. It should be a monkey did it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it can go. It can go to monkeys. It can. It can be transferred to monkeys and just like any other small animals but they like i said they think that rodents are the reservoir for it where it's where it's sustained okay uh, but the reason it's called monkeypox is because it was first identified in monkeys back in like 1958 in oh, denmark okay. in a lab yeah. and so they just called it monkeypox because back then they didn't care as much about technical fancy names <laughs> yeah yeah they don't get into that um, back then it's a pox virus, and it's in the monkeys. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> the monkeys. The monkey seems to have it. What do you want to call it? I don't know. <laughs> monkey pox. It's coming from the monkeys, sir. <laughs> well, so, uh, yeah. So I mean, is it a? What is the? Is it a deadly disease? Is it disfiguring? Right. In the long. So that's run? what people. That's what people want to know, right? Is how worried should we be about this? Yeah. Um, we're just finishing up, hopefully, with covid here very soon and the last thing we want is another viral outbreak that's going to cause us a bunch of problems um so that's probably why you've been seeing a bunch of headlines about it uh and because it it made its way over to the u.s but um the 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 short answer and then we'll get into some of the details and i can answer any questions that you've got uh, hopefully but um the the short answer is the risk to of it becoming some sort of epidemic or even pandemic is a very low. Mm. Um, it's the risk to the general population. The CDC has made multiple statements saying that they consider the risk to be incredibly low. Um, but, uh, but you know, it's, it, there is a risk of people getting it in those areas, but they've been, there's, very, there's they've three, been identified. There are three cases in the, in, in Utah right now. Um, and they so don't know me, where they came from or, you know, how they, they're, they're working on that, I guess, obviously probably travel and who knows like how that works. I but. think there, so there's only as, as of this morning, as of the spreadsheet that I, uh, of all confirmed cases that I looked at this morning, um, <laughs> there was only two in Utah. Oh, two. I um, heard three. Okay. Yeah. That's good. But they are in Utah and there are another two in Denver, Brian. So, Uh-oh. Um, Four there's between a total us. of 15, uh, confirmed cases in the United States right now. Huh. And um, again, as of this morning when I was updating numbers, but um, that uh, it's it's again, it's not likely to spread. So one of the reasons why it's not likely to spread really super far is because, well, first of all, it's a very visible disease. 
Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see when people have it. Um, it does have a long incubation period. Um, an incubation period, for those who don't know, is just the time from when you are exposed to when you will typically start showing symptoms. Yeah. Um, the incubation period is usually, they say it's typically 5 to 13 days, which is a little long, but it can be as much as 21 days. So some people might think, like, if the incubation period is so long, you know, that was what we talked about with COVID. If it's so... if during that incubation period, you can transfer it to other people, right? So if this virus has such a long incubation period, isn't the risk of transferring it to other people really high? Yeah. Um, and the answer is not likely because the main way that this virus spreads is through the lesions, through the open sores. And so if you haven't started showing those symptoms yet, if the sores haven't even formed yet, it's very unlikely you're going to spread it. Hmm. Um because and and when you have the sores, the main way that you spread it to someone else is through close physical contact. So the types of people who are spreading it are family members, healthcare workers, sexual partners, things like that. And that's how they're seeing that it gets spread. So it's not airborne like, then. It's not like you're blowing it around with a ste- sneeze or something like that. So right? we wouldn't call it airborne, uh, but technically. Technically, it can spread through the air. It's very hard, but it's it's in those cases, it's because people have lesions in their mouth. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah. God. Okay. That sounds Jeez. terrible. Oh, my gosh. Because yeah. <laughs> I've just been looking at a bunch of pictures that are horrifying, and to know that yeah. that's inside there, I just was thinking all external, but you're going to have some of these in your mouth. Oh, you probably got them in your butthole. <laughs> Well, it's funny that you say that because some of the some of the some of the cases they found have had um, around the uh, around the butthole, as you put it, and um, and the groin region uh, where where oh, symptoms geez. start. They don't know if that's because it's a mutation of the virus because it doesn't typically start that way. Um, they don't know if it's because of a mutation of the virus or just because um, they think one of the super spreader events that occurred was somewhere over in Europe. Um, in Spain and I think Belgium uh, in populations of of males who have sex with males. Oh. And, um, and so they don't know if that's because of the sexual transmission nature of this seeming super spreader event. Um, that might be why it's... Wait, you're talking about people there. or monkeys? Um, people, people. People. Okay, so people doing it. Uh, there was a... Wait, like a, like a big orgy or something? Like a big. When you say I don't. Su- I don't actually know what the event was. I just saw it referred to as an event. But um. <laughs> I'm interested. I mean, I don't know why that's interesting to me because it's like super spreader event to me is like a giant group of people. So was this like a coliseum full of people doing it? Like I don't know. And now my yeah, imagination's going places, and I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there. I should have yeah, stopped the- at butthole, but whatever. Continue on. Go ahead. Um, the uh, the so. The um, they don't really know quite how this outbreak went from animals to people, but it does do that on a somewhat regular, on a semi-regular basis over where it's endemic, and it happens from, you know, the way that you hear about it, right? Like like through hand hunting and handling wild animals and bush meat and stuff like that. That's um, that's how they suspect that these things have what they call crossover events where they cross over from animals to humans. Um, I feel like the but, vegans uh, are onto something a little bit uh, by, by that. Vegans, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, cause they're not, 
if if you're if you're let's say everybody went hardcore vegan, like industry wide, worldwide, everybody just stopped producing meat and mm-hmm. dealing with animals for their fur, leather, any of that, like full vegan turnaround. I'm not not I'm not advocating this. So just keep your emails to yourselves. But I'm saying, if it did happen, would we suddenly see? Because you don't have the wet, you wouldn't have wet markets anymore. You wouldn't have these mm. potential like, oh no, a freaking some guy handled a monkey and shouldn't have, and now we got the pox. You know, like those things would stop or slow, don't you think? Right. A yeah. little bit. I'm not saying that's the solution to this, but but in 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 if 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 you theoretically could pull that off, I feel like we probably that would probably happen. I don't know. Possibly, but you got to wonder because of the nature of viruses and how they mutate. Maybe they would just find an easier way to a different way to to ha- to cross over. You know. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. This. Uh, so you were you were mentioning vaccines. Um, there is there's no specific treatments that have to do with with monkeypox itself, um, but there is a vaccine. And uh, for there's vaccines and antivirals that exist for smallpox, and because it's related to smallpox, it helps. Um, and and I said none for monkeypox, but that's not actually true. In 2019, there was a smallpox and monkeypox. It was there was a vaccine that was approved for both smallpox and monkeypox. Um, there's not a lot of them right now. There's only like about a stockpile of a thousand of these vaccines right now, but they're they're planning to ramp it up just in case. Um, uh, but you know, just taking those precautions ahead of time, trying to do things the right way this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because uh, the last thing we know, even though it's very unlikely, the last thing we want is to be eating those words six months from now. You know. Oh yeah, we don't want to eat those words. Those are yeah. words I would like not to eat. <laughs> but it's the the, the risk of spread because that's why I wanted to talk about it is 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 bring up what it is and everything but when but also to allay people's fears who are seeing these headlines that the risk of spread is very low um it's not likely that we're going to be seeing all this in fact there was um there was another outbreak of monkeypox back in i think 2003 yeah and it was like 45 people that happened in a relatively short amount of time because this is actually it's not funny. I don't want to use the word funny, but but uh, not it's funny. Str- ha Yeah, more <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, f- funny, funny, interesting. Hmm, okay. Um, yeah. That it happened because of a bunch of uh, prairie dogs that were that were brought over from Ghana that were infected or that had monkeypox, and then they were given out as pets um, yeah. to people. Oh, wow. That's kind of vermin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, (laughs) (laughs) and so, um, they it it spread that way. And because in even those forty-five people, which you know, like that's three times as many as we have right now, identified, um, we still didn't have a wide spread Mm. outbreak. Um, the response was was, and you got to imagine the CDC is on super high alert for these types of things right now. Right. So. Oh yeah, they're good. I mean, yeah. But but I guess the bottom line is we're not going to suddenly be told by the CDC or anyone else, get your monkeypox vaccine. Like they're going to keep their eye on it and they're going to see what things happen with these cases they've identified. But they're not like that's not a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not likely. I mean, I guess the most likely thing might be that you might be, you know, here in local news if there's a per, like a hot spot of something where you are, they they might. Thing. But probably only like they've dipped into the vaccine um, 
uh, uh, stockpiled a tiny bit for for people very close to where these things are happening who are extremely high risk. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, if you're a normally healthy individual with no risk factors, then the, once you start showing symptoms, which begin as flu-like symptoms, and then you get the lesions, um, once you once you start showing symptoms, it usually lasts for about two to four weeks and goes away on its own. The this particular strain of the virus, there are two main ones. The one that is having the outbreaks right now is the less lethal one and there's only about a one percent fatality rate which is high when you think about a covid like something that's very transmissible like like transmissible like covid um that would be super high for covid but when it's something like this that doesn't spread very easily one percent is pretty low yeah one percent is only well obviously it's two it's a two-pronged problem but if you if it spreads really fast and easily and it was one percent. We'd all be it'd be bad. Like we'd right, be, we were talking about with COVID, which was uh, I think around that. We were talking about how terrible that was, and that's why I wanted to clarify that that right. it depends on the case. It depends on what's what you're talking about. One percent, you know, out of if if the like if out of fifteen people is not very much, you know. But when when with COVID, it was and still is much worse than that. Oh yeah. So yeah. It all it all depends. Um, we just have to. It's it's it's. Um, this is why we monitor these things, and why the CDC monitors these things, and why we try to, why we should, as a people, be sending people overseas to try to deal with things at the source because helping other countries, like these vaccine problems are, or or these virus outbreak problems are, not just an other country problem. You know. Yeah. It comes over here sometimes so we that's why we need to pay attention to it when it happens in other parts of the world because the best way to handle it is to deal with it at the source that's also the best way to deal with potential deadly mutations the faster you tamp it out the less chance it has to mutate that's true yeah the more you isolate the cases and keep them from spreading like if freaking covid wasn't so damn spreadable we probably could have done that. Like H1N1 was right, easier to right. contain. Isolate, yeah. Right. So it was, uh, uh, what's the one that is really bad but doesn't spread very easy? I forgot what it's called. Ebola. Uh, Ebola. Yeah. Right. Yeah, can, that's really, really deadly. Super uh, deadly, but less, like you can contain it. it yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, turns out this monkeypox thing not not uh, not a new bill gates uh, uh lab trick. <laughs> it's not a way of getting rfid chips into uh, no, no. into our keisters turns oh, not okay. no not no in fact well never mind i'm not going to bring that person up cuz they deserve no <laughs> <laughs> that's who i was thinking of yeah they deserve no extra help uh cheeseburgers <laughs> and zapping you anyway um yeah. well that's fantastic news that it's not so spreadable but also yeah, keep yeah. your eye on the prize everybody and don't fall for any yeah. bull crap uh, don't over panic and uh, listen to experts. How about that? Do that. Uh, Bobby, excellent stuff. As always, you've got a uh, science podcast of your own where you talk about these and other issues. Uh, tell people what it is and where they can get it. Uh, yes, it's called All Around Science. And we talk about things like this that are popping up in the news all the time, every week. Um, and this past week, we t- we didn't talk about something that was in the news. We talked about something. Well, we did. Anyway, let me just get to the point. Um, <laughs> um, we talked. We had an episode where we talked about immortal jellyfish. You guys heard of immortal jellyfish? No, before? I have not That's heard of what? these. You haven't. Well, it sounds it's my like- favorite new Steam game. 
<laughs> it sounds yeah, like Yeah, it uh, sounds like a, ro- a roguelike, doesn't it? Yeah, it <laughs> totally does. does. So wait a minute. This is the thing? They live forever? Yeah, there are jellyfish who can actually, when they rele- reach the adult stage of their life, can undergo a process that allow- that causes them to basically Benjamin Button back into the... Uh, to a an infant stage of their life and, and go back repeat and forth. It and wow. keep going back and forth? They can repeat it and keep going for Jeez. ad infinitum. Do yeah. they know it? Like, are they smart enough to know what the hell's going on? Because that's the problem is it's all lost on them. Well, they don't. jellyfish are... Pr- so jellyfish, as you've seen, I'm sure, are transparent, and I've never seen a brain in there. Um, <laughs> so... I mean, there's something going on, right? They're moving around. It's it's all electrical impulses <laughs> and some basic whatever. But um, that's this is the bummer. This is like youth or uh, youth being wasted on the young. It's like <laughs> right. these jellyfish right. have no freaking idea how cool that right. is. Yeah, they're just like rip, 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 and that's it. That's what they do. So we <laughs> talked all about that and how it works and and why it is that they do that. You know, is is insofar as we can know why, quote unquote. All right. Um, Very cool. Well, if you want to learn more about Eternal Jellyfish, uh, check it out. All Around Science, everywhere you get your podcast. Bobby, we'll see you next Tuesday. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye now. See you, Bobby. All right. Do you see that thing I put? Look at the image. That I or- know. I know. That's kind of what my uh, sandfly bites are probably going to look like in a couple of days. Oh, if, I hope uh, not. I hope no. not. Jeez. That'd be terrible. Yeah, no, I saw that and immediately... Uh, that's the nope that's a big fat nope yep. from me you'd have to go full burka or something on the show so nobody could see your your hideousness oh my gosh yeah. that's nasty all right Oof. uh well done everybody we got one last thing to do today and that is to play this bonus mashup even though it's you know technically well it's not monday but whatever it's a mashup and i'm gonna play it yeah yeah it's a tuesday morning making up for a monday morning mashup that we had a holiday for so that's there. right and it's a prs version which stands for poorly remembered shit um, it's called One Direction Lads, <laughs> uh, which is funny in its own I way. I already know the context. I remember us trying to remember their names, so this is perfect. Yeah, this would be great. So enjoy it. Jamie, thanks for this. Here it is. A Wii U game with Yoshi, and it was called Yoshi's... Oh, shit. Pretty sure it wasn't Yoshi's... Oh, shit. Yoshi's <laughs> Wooly Thing. Mammoth. Oh, I lost it. Yoshi's Wooly Thing. Hold on. <laughs> with now the lady that left coach lasso yeah what's her eyeballs uh, can't think of her name she was in that tron game? reboot can't think of her name olivia munn olivia, olivia munn no olivia olivia munn no not dead eye olivia munn someone else wild still, olivia wild still no That's still it. olivia munn what no still olivia munn wait a minute yeah. john mulaney still olivia munn i'm not kidding you yeah. that my brain is completely broken on this then Mon- okay. uh, bill medley and uh frank was the other Dorshin. brother shoot can't remember jeremy pie liquor jeremy pie jeremy pie oh my god if that's like on the border of going the wrong direction. There. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. What's the singer's name? Chucky Von Potato Head. What is it? Yeah, that's it. Yes, exactly. Uh, his name is Chucky Von Potato Head. I can't remember his right. name. Don't say it. I know you know okay. it. It's like one of those names, though, that's like kind of, um, oh, gosh. Uh, it's plural noun, his first name. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's like, oh, <laughs> it just flashed past. Uh, Cuomo is the last name. That's correct. First yes. name is uh, not Jules. Something with an S. It is with an S. Yes. Good. I can't do it. <laughs> it is with Rivers, an S. Is Rivers an S. Cuomo. Oh, it's Rivers. Frick. She's with uh, One Direction Kid now, isn't she? Is that where she went? Z- Zane or Nile or something. I think you're right. Harry yeah. Styles. That's it. Yeah. Olivia Wilde's with oh, Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. he's with Harry Styles and his watermelon song. Okay, great. Watermelon sugar. Sugar. 
I'm talking about a vagina. <laughs> um, I really don't know all the One Direction lads. Claire, thank you. I know Zach. Lads. One of them's called Zach Listen something. to him pretend he doesn't know the One Direction lads. lads. The one little, the Zach one's kind of a douche, right? That's all I know. Is there a Zach or there was Zane? Is it oh, Zach? is it Zane? It might be Zane. <laughs> My niece used to be really into One Direction, and that's yeah. about the There's, extent. Uh, Zane, Harry, Niall, Parcheesi, and R2-D2 yeah. are the five One Direction kids. Well, Parcheesi was the worst. Parcheesi, yeah. Uh, yeah, Zane is the name. It's Z-A-N-E, Claire. That's all I know. That's the, Z-A-Y-N. Oh, it, it is? Well, yeah, I, see, it's four letters. <laughs> Z-A-Y-N. Oh, well, one of them's talented and is acting and making more music. The rest are just sitting around picking their butts. <laughs> good one that's great jamie well done that was great (laughs) and and you are right i mean olivia wilde was the one with with coach lasso but uh yes but she's talking about the one who was with uh john mulaney who he left his wife for is uh olivia that's what i mixed up because i was thinking she left coach lasso to go to john mulaney but that was that was not two different olivia's yeah plus mulaney left his wife to go to munn right Right. right after he did an episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee where he said, I can never have kids. And then he immediately went and had a kid with Olivia Munn. <laughs> with the new, that's right. Yeah. So there's yes. all that. Uh, well, all right then. Uh, that's it for the show. Uh, reminder to find folks at home that TMS is uh, entirely built upon the backs of, of good people like you who are willing to throw an extra buck or two our way every month over at patreon.com slash TMS. If you'd like to be like the legion of fans who have supported well, I wish they were legion we need a legion of fans yeah, to do it need, okay we need, we need we are legion I'm telling you if you did if we got one dollar from everyone who listens to the show Brian and I could retire yeah. on TMS we could do it <laughs> but True. not not yeah. nearly enough of you do it so no. anyway uh, check it out patreon.com slash TMS all the details are there we would love it if you did frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else you might be looking for uh, if you have any questions, go there first. And if we see if it still doesn't answer it, we can reach out and ask us. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian, let's. Uh, yes, sir. We're doing a show tomorrow, I guess. I think, uh, I think our winner, by the way, is uh, Stephanie uh, Inapets, who was uh, sending me a Spice Girls uh, drawing and uh, 35 bucks for this uh, nice. file with a joke in it. Nice. Oh. File with a joke in it. Don't open it, though. Don't open it. The joke will fall out. It'll fall yeah. out. And you won't even see it because it's, you know, it's an invisible yeah. joke. Yes. Oh, my no, gosh. Don't do joke. it. Yeah. Um, all right. Excellent. Excellent. All right. News. Let's get to let's get to the song, oh. the ending uh, song here. Uh, this one's going out to uh, Veronica Susi. Actually, going out to Jaina, who we got to meet at TMS Vegas. Yeah. Uh, she was lovely, and she she's a listener of the show. Apparently, she only listens to the first half of the show. So, so uh, Nika, you got to make sure you get Jaina listening to the full episode, please. Yeah. Um, all right, she says, Hey, Brian and Scott, today is our friend Jaina's birthday. She loves playing the ukulele, so any cover with one would be amazing. Um, Snow the Go, though, signed Pixie. Jaina's never going to hear it because she checks out after the first half of the show. I know. Well, you know, she's going to have to ba- break the rules just this once to hear this awesome cover right here. Um, this is awesome. This is uh, Amanda Palmer, who is uh, Neil Gaiman's. Uh, better half, other half. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> girlfriend. Great half. She's she, um, those are that's an amazing couple. Power. Couple. It isn't like the the cre- the creativity power couple right there for sure. Agree. 
Uh, this is from an album she released called Amanda Palmer Performs the Popular Hits of Radiohead on her Magic Ukulele. came out in 2010. And as you can guess, it's a cover of Radiohead. It's uh, High and Dry, here performed by Amanda Palmer. That's pretty clever, don't you, boy? Flying on your motorcycle, watching all the ground beneath you drop. You'd kill yourself for recognition, kill yourself to never ever stop.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'm Diablo. I don't like your face. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.